like I don't get hangovers, but I do get like this sort of like Catholic guilt. Welcome to the Dead Format, episode 97. My name is Ian McEwen, and I'm joined tonight by my co-host on the throne of Beefaroni, Thomas Smiley, and we're here to talk about Legacy. All the Beefaroni's gone, man. <laughs> I, ate, I ate like two cases of oh. Beefaroni, and now oh, I'm, no. I'm on Amazon looking at uh, cases of Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero, and uh, <laughs> this quarantine... This quarantine has to end. <laughs> Bro, you're not joking. I can't I can hardly walk. I helped my brother move yesterday and I'm so out of shape I didn't realize cuz I'm just sitting here all day. I'm, it's bad. I'm in the same boat. It's awful. Like I haven't stepped on a scale or anything, but don't. Um yeah, it's uh it's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. Yeah. So, yeah, you have a lot of time, I guess, to watch Rick and Morty and find uh, Magic the Gathering references, though, right? Well, no, I just completely ripped that off of somebody else on, on Facebook. But oh, that's Adventure oh. Time, not Rick and Morty. Can you get your cartoons straight? I don't know, bro. I thought I saw Pickle Rick, so. I did, I, maybe there was a pickle. It was definitely Adventure <laughs> Time, though. I'm glad that you found the remaining ones, though. That was a nice find. Yeah, bro. Who is somebody was slacking on that? Definitely, absolutely. <sighs> so, what what did you do this week, man? Did you have a good week? Uh, yeah, I had an okay week. I got some stuff done. Like it's all the weeks have just sort of like blended together. And my wife was like, "You know that we've been doing this for like however many weeks." And I was like, "Gosh, it just seems like one really big long week." Um, so that's that's where I'm at. What about you? I was actually tripping out on this driving home yesterday is like, I think time has really slowed down, right? Like, I think we've made our lives a lot longer, like, because this last eight weeks feels like most of a year, I would say. Oh, it felt like a week or two to me. Like, I've just done the same thing every day. So I haven't, like, I haven't experienced the time gone, like going by, even though it has. Oh, no shit, man. I feel the exact opposite way. Yep. Well, anyway, we uh, I think we are in a similar sort of monotony with our show recently. Like we've had uh, we had a lot of interesting weeks with interesting guests, like back to back to back, and then we took a little breather and gave the audience a little of what they wanted. Got a little sloppy, but I think now we got to get back on the train, and uh, I think we should have a guest on tonight. I I think you're absolutely right. We got a good one for you this week, and yeah, who better right than in this in this perilous time the the one person who's still playing paper magic we got the pit master travis what's going on everybody how you doing what's going on big guy well, same old same old i'm holding down the fort here at the legacy pit all by myself well you won't be all by yourself on saturday because i'm gonna come get to play i hope you like black and white cards because i ordered new printer ink and I don't have any of the new ones. <laughs> just, we're, just pl- we're ready to just go. Pro- just promise me you're not going to 7 me like Jerry Me did. Oh, listen, oh. if Jerry 7 would you, I can't make any promises. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Jerry Me, top eight Grand Prix competitor. That's right. Oh, man. 
so yeah, Travis, like I was saying, you've really done uh, a pretty huge service for the community. I would say in the last last what six weeks, eight weeks. When did you start your uh, your guest series? Um. Well, I, I would say we started the guest series maybe a month ago. Um, okay. And when the whole crisis um, started to unwrap um, or, you know, um, develop, initially, I, I thought that we should just just pause um, until the whole thing blows over, if it does blow over. Um, so we went about maybe three, four weeks without streaming at all. And to be honest with you, the guys just, they, they, I mean, they, they were going stir crazy. They wanted to have something you know, back that was similar to the good old times that we had. So I said, okay, why don't we try to re- have remote players in? I'll, I'll, it's not going to ha- be our typical high-quality visual effects or, you know, the matchup request that we um, honor, um, but it's better than nothing. And I think a lot of people would actually appreciate having the content that we were putting out there because, I mean, part of the Legacy Pit is – the, the camaraderie, the, the, the human aspect, the gathering aspect of my friends when we get together here. And it's, it's a very authentic um, type of experience here where friends are gathering um, and we're goofing off, we're, we're shit-talking each other. Um, and that's something that I think people find interesting because they can identify with it you know, on a personal level. Um, it's very fun to make fun of me, of course, because I'm the worst player in the Legacy Pit. So, <laughs> um, a lot of people were missing uh, me getting my teeth pushed in, um, and they were missing that let's make fun of Travis aspect of their uh, Thursday or Saturday night. So, all of that uh, kind of uh, accumulated on my mind, and I said, well, let's just let's do the stream. It's not going to be exactly the way we want it or the best uh, product that we want, but let's do something at least. So, I started... Um, having guest um, uh, virtual players, I guess you, you could call them, come into the Legacy Pit. So, um, Ian, you were here, and uh, you had the best experience of your life, I, I, I've heard. Yeah, dude, it was a lot of fun. Honestly, we've been playing a little bit on Zoom recently, and I've enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. And that experience, like how tight you guys had it with uh, the visuals and the you know, having a match ready to go as soon as the match ends. And the chat, dude, you had a very lively chat. We had at least like 50 people in there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a great experience. And I know uh, Tom is looking forward to it. And you got uh, Connor Fulce coming on, on on Wednesday, I understand. Wait, wait, uh, t- tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, Connor Fulce. Tuesday. Will be yeah, Loamer Boy. So um, he will be beating my ass with Loam. Um, the other guys probably have a chance, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, what are you bringing? So I took some suggestions from our Discord, and I'm bringing... Remember the Bant combo deck? Which one? Uh, the one with um, the red-white companion. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So um, I built that. Uh, I'm playing Rodney's um, Mongoose Luris deck, oh, if you've nice. seen that. And there are a few other spicy ones that I haven't decided which ones I'm bringing, but Tom sent me his list for the Bug Wish deck, and yeah. even though I'm completely not on board with it, <laughs> um, I'm gonna br- I'm gonna bring it just to see. So maybe maybe we broke it. Bro, I'm so hyped about the Wish deck. Like uh, Connor reached out to me, and Tom obviously Tom's always been the MVP with uh, doing testing for me when I'm slacking. 
But uh, so so that's expected. But it was pretty cool that Connor reached out, and they've been uh, playing their wish decks on Moto this week, and that's been so sweet. But honestly, that might come to an end really soon because we just heard as we're getting ready for the show that there's a BNR announcement next Monday for Legacy. Well, next Monday, so I make it in under the cutoff because. I only got a certain amount of printer ink, and I don't know if I can <laughs> many, many more decks. But um, yep. but I'm excited. I also saw Hell a screenshot yeah. of Orem playing this week, and he was playing like a like a Bant Bogles deck in Legacy with Lotus Petal and Days. And if I can get a copy of Atlas, maybe I'll play that. That like uh, enchantment from Theros Beyond Death, like yeah, yeah, the white, the white blue one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yep. Hell yeah, that card is really good. So, so Travis, you want to uh, do you want to take us through like the when did you start the pit exactly? Because you came up here maybe like eighteen months ago when you were first starting it, right? Yeah, it was about then. Um, I came up and I was able to attend the uh, I think it was maybe the third or fourth leaving the Legacy Open, and I met with you guys actually at that sushi place. My God, was that good? Um, <laughs> Um, and uh, Tom, you were not there. I don't know what you were doing, dude, but, um, you were not there and I beat Jerry at a sushi eating contest. So I'm very proud of that. He did. Um, I did. (laughs) So that's when I first met you guys, but let me rewind. Um, going back to, I guess the genesis of the legacy pit, um, it all goes back to me being just a regular modern player. Um, I I don't want to say regular, but just, uh, that's the only format I would really play, um, is modern and, I was fortunate enough to have resources to um, buy uh, the decks that I wanted. And again, I was fortunate enough to have different copies and multiple copies of pretty much any deck that I wanted to play at the time. And this was about maybe five or six years ago. I would show up to the local game stores and sometimes they would have trouble firing. And I always liked the fact that maybe I could help them fire by providing an extra deck for someone to play. So it got to the point where I would start bringing seven or eight modern decks to my local game store, and that would help them fire. And that just really resonated with me that, you know, I can help support a local community um, just by using the the blessings that I have um, to buy a couple extra decks. So I, I... I grew out of modern, I would say, um, and I wanted to jump into the ultimate power level um, that we know as Legacy. <laughs> so I jumped into Legacy, and I started trading up cards. I started buying more cards, and eventually I had maybe three or four Legacy decks. And a couple months went by, and this fellow just stopped by at the game store uh, named Jared Smith. And I'll tell you a little bit more about Jared later. But uh, Jared came in, and he had more decks than I did. And I'm a very competitive person. And I told Jared, I said, Jared, (laughs) um, I'm going to have more legacy decks than you. And Jared responded, no, I'm going to have more than you. So believe it or not, we had an arms race on who could buy the most legacy decks and provide them for the legacy events that were um, starting at our local game store. So it got so disgusting that he had... 12 decks and I had 11 decks and it was always me and him trying to one-up each other. So <laughs> I, I think maybe a year of that went by and we we were sitting around and we said, you know, what would be really cool is why don't we put all these resources to use instead of just um, 
you know, having them sit in the box, why don't we do something more with them? Why don't we, why don't we stream with it? So the idea of the legacy pit was sort of born then. Um, and it, it just took off from there. So that's kind that's of how it started. So is Jared the dude who, who was with you when you came up to the sushi eating contest? Yes, yes. And okay, I, I don't know why sure. people think that we're brothers because he's much better looking than I am. So. <laughs> In my mind, you're just you're both exactly you. I don't know why, man. It just got it got transposed. Don't tell him, don't tell him that. He'll be offended. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, man. It was a uh, it was a good time. You guys are both good dudes, so I I appreciated yeah. it meeting you guys and I was uh, excited about the idea of the pit. And it really came together, man. And I got to give you credit. Tom and I know this. Well, actually, I don't know if Tom and I know this. I got to be honest. I was going to say, like, you know, showing up every week and really plugging away at, at something. You know, you can have your, your times you don't want to do it or your times when uh, you feel like you're, you're not going in the right direction or something. But you, you've kept showing up every single week. For Tom, do you, do you relate to that at all or no? I mean, there were some times where I had just so much to do outside of the podcast where I yeah. felt like it was a real grind, but I, I, I don't have that feeling most of the time, for sure. I don't really either, so I was kind of embellishing a bit. I felt bad about that. but Yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I don't really have that issue, um, but I will say this. When I had the ability to have the whole crew here in the studio at my home, he has the Legacy Pits in some dude's basement. <laughs> um, when I had the crew here, it was such a... A, like a brotherhood and it was such a real experience where you're gathering going back to the genesis of the game and you're interacting with each other you can touch the cars they're physical you can um, have that one-on-one human aspect that you don't get on the online experience as far as I'm concerned so I was much happier doing this of course um, when I had my crew here um, so I'm a little less happy doing it remote, um, just because it's a bit lonely. Um, and it, we do lose a certain part of the, uh, the human aspect or the chemistry that we're yeah. known for. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, moto streamers out there. They're far better than we are. Um, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that, um, we're not polished, but what we do offer is very authentic and, um, we have a, a very edgy product and people identify with it. And a lot of guys come to the chat and they, they feel like they're a part of the group, especially because we allow them to interact with us directly in real time where we honor their matchup requests with these physical decks. So the audience always feels connected to us. And eventually they start learning our mannerisms. They start learning our little inside jokes, etc. And we start developing these friendships with some of our, our actual viewers that show up every week. So it, it's a very... Uh, uh, rewarding experience, I would say, that I, I've been lucky to have doing this Legacy Pit. Um, and I, I I really am glad that I started doing it again because so many people right now during the, the crisis, they may be in need of some laugh. You know, they, they might need something yeah. to laugh at. They might need something to take their mind off of the, the weight or the gravity of the situation that's on their minds every day every TV channel, they want to get away from that. You know, if they want the goofy guys, the legacy pit doing matchup requests for them or whatever, that's something that I want to provide for them. It's kind of like wrestling or baseball where they want to at least give the, the American people something to come back to and watch to get their mind off of this, off of the reality of uh, what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. Entertainment's very valuable, and this is a different kind of product than watching 
something on Netflix that 200,000 other people are watching that day or whatever. This is like, you know, 50 to 100 people, a very intimate setting. Even though it's it's remote now, it's it's like a very intimate product, and I really appreciate. It. I think I think you're doing a great thing. So it sucks awesome. that you're kind of lonely now, but uh, I think that when you look back on this someday, this is my fucking corny sitcom moment. When you look back on this someday, <laughs> I think you're going to value these episodes the most. Probably, probably. I mean, I, I think I'm getting to know a lot of um, people more. Uh, now that I may not have actually had the opportunity to get to know, like we had on Rich Shea um, as a remote player a couple yeah. weeks ago, <laughs> and um, um, I, I won't bring up the, the the fact that I beat Rich Shea, uh, of course, because <gasps> I was superior. But um, <laughs> um, Rich Shea, I don't think he was actually very familiar with the Legacy Pit, and um, when he learned about it, I, I think he developed an appreciation for what we did, and we gained a new friend, and that's that's the part that. You, you can't replace. I mean, you can't generate that developing of a, of a new acquaintance or friendship with someone, you know. And uh, again, I, I was lucky enough to have those types of experiences. And we have other guests coming up, so. Yeah, man. When I uh, was getting ready for my appearance on the pit, I watched Rich and Pat's episodes. Yeah. And uh, to get to get ready, and I enjoyed them a lot too. Yep. So that's cool too. You have the vods available for people just in case they don't know. And there's also certain matches that go up on YouTube, so that's pretty cool. I, I just posted a soon to be infamous uh, YouTube video where we had on uh, Daniel Gutschel, uh this Saturday, and this is a uh, Gold Ducat online. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yes, uh, Niagara yeah. Champion. So many people hear that name and it, it strikes fear in their heart, because, <laughs> right? Um, so. We were having, at least I was having a matchup with um, Daniel, and uh, he had to cut out or he lost connection either way. And rather than just cut the matchup there, I decided to play against Daniel as my opponent. So I played for him in his chair against me. So as you can assume, I won the matchup, and, and I, I did a very good job at winning. So that video is up on YouTube now for everyone's comedy relief. Awesome. Check it out. <laughs> yes. yes. So I have a question the name the the name the legacy pit where did that come from and had you considered naming it the legacy brad pit <laughs> um no I, I don't think i'll rename it but <laughs> okay. um where did it come from so i wanted to have a brand that was easily identifiable and i had this in my mindset that i would always have nothing but legacy cards uh, and decks built and I would eventually put it into my basement, into like this dark pit. Um, and <laughs> yeah, um, and um, I I have a bit of a dark personality. I like the black clothing, etc. So all of that kind of combined with with the theme in my head of the pit. So that's kind of where it came from, and it just stuck. Yeah, it really fits with the uh, the persona. I would say like the the early days of Legacy with like the. Uh the metal music sort of theme. Yeah. That, like you're not always playing metal, but you know what I mean? Like the, that sort yeah. of uh, vibe. I don't know what to call mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the music that I, I play in the background, it's going to be older music, you know, legacy esque. Um, so uh, I, I think it all kind of just merges together and, and works really well. Yeah, man. So I got to meet some of your uh, cohorts in the pit. Mm -hmm. I got to play against some people. Do you want to shout out your your compatriots real quick? 
Absolutely. Um, so I brought up Jared Smith earlier. Uh, Jared has, um, I guess, 80, uh, 40% of the library. I have about 60% or so. Um, David Salas, uh, who has a lot of finishes with like Steel Stompy and things like that. John Blank um, did really well in the Star City game circuit. Mike Shank, um, who has actually been doing commentary for us. He is a Death and Taxes master. Um, and the guy just has a golden voice. I don't know if you got a chance to watch the... Um, uh, the Dice City Games uh, tournament that we hosted uh, and we provided commentary for it, but he sat next to Mike Noble. I think a love lot that. of you all. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Mike Shank just has a golden voice. I love the guy to death. Um, we have a couple newbies. We have Cole Frigham and uh, DJ Connor. Cole is a local phenom in EDH, and we stole him from a local game store. <laughs> um, we uh, tempted him with the power of legacy, and he couldn't turn it down. So... Um, and then I have David Sittinger, who is a local judge, and Ryan Freeberger, who many of you know, who is a local judge, who is an L2, um, and he's usually at um, high-level events judging. So that that is the legacy pit, uh, the crew members anyway. Uh, but we do have one, uh, other local players or friends of mine that stop in who are not necessarily crew members, but they, they do show up and they, they stream with us. So Sick, man. Yeah, that, that's awesome. They, I didn't expect there to be that many members. Yeah. Rock and roll. So yeah, this guest list. How did that? Uh, how that go about? Like, did you just uh, just send people some messages and see who responded? And what has the response rate been like? Like, what what would you say of the, of the percentage of messages you've sent out? What's the success rate been? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I think I had uh, maybe a quarter of the people who are on the guest list have actually reached out to me, um, and I would say the other seventy five percent of the ones that I reached out to. Um, in terms of percentage rate of response rate, I, I haven't really been keeping track of it, but I, I'm very selective uh, when I have reached out to certain people. Um, mm. so Obviously. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I haven't really been keeping track of like uh, percentage rates or anything no, like that. No, it's all good. I was just looking yeah. for a ballpark. If it was like 100% or 20%. Or oh, anything. yeah. Of, of course, it's 100%. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I was looking. You have a schedule online, which is pretty sweet. You have a Facebook group also, but you have a schedule online. And this schedule is, like, is packed like a like a New York State nursing home, bro. You have, like, everybody oh, up bro, in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we just added another one uh, for May. Um, and, I, you know, I don't want, I don't want any, anything to be um, unclear, but the remote player series, um, it, it is going to be a temporary thing um, because I do want to stay true to the chemistry aspect of – of the local pit members um, and, and that camaraderie that we have. And it's very hard to reproduce that uh, remotely. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to make this a permanent thing. Um, but in the meantime, I think it's a very cool experiment and it's going to help get us through the whole COVID-19 restriction uh, phase. But yeah, I have, um, let's see, who's coming up next? We have uh, Condor on tomorrow and then we have Maverick expert, Mark Strassman. Yep. A lot of you guys might know him. Um, Milan Bayana, uh, the youngest PTQ, I think, uh, winner. Uh, oh, that, oh, that kid? Yes, yes. Right. He's coming He's like on. 15? Yeah, he's 14 now, I think. Um, wow. And uh, he's, he's, he's a phenom, so he'll be here. Tom will be here Thursday, of course. And then we have Wait, um, Thursday? Dave Long. Yeah, Thursday, yeah, Thursday right? 516. Did you forget, Tom? Oh, no, I thought no, it was Saturday. No, that's not Thursday. That's Saturday. Uh, oh wait, that is Saturday. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
no, Marcus Thursday. Marcus Thursday, sorry. Um, so Marcus Thursday, uh, Tom, you're in Saturday, and then we actually have Dave Long uh, from Star City Game Circuit, the uh, Depths Master. Um, I think a lot of people consider Dave to be one of the absolute best players in the world uh, in terms of legacy anyway. Um, and we have Dave, uh, Dave coming on. Um Announced anyway. Um, I also have Daniel Espinoza, who's a Turbo Depths expert in my view, and uh, from Japan, one of the biggest names I could possibly get from Japan, and who's also a lands expert, Masataka Hori, uh, will be here. So that is Hell the yeah. uh, rest of the schedule that I have lined up. That's awesome. That's that's impressive, bro. Very nice. Yeah. I noticed you took June off of here. Is that hopeful about the pandemic? It, I, I'm hopeful that we can start to ease some restrictions, at least in my area, and there might be the possibility that I can start having one or two of my pit members over. Um, Sweet. And like I said, I, I don't want the whole remote player thing to be a permanent thing. I, I just wanted uh, something new and something to facilitate our uh, current uh, situation. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, so it, it, like I said, the the camaraderie, the human aspect of it that the Legacy Pit is known for, the the human interaction, the chemistry between the brothers, it's very hard to reproduce that. And that's part of our brand almost. So I don't want to get away from that. And I, I fear that if I were content to continue doing remote players, I, I might get away from that a little bit more than I want to. Yeah, dude, you don't, you don't want to be sitting around like six dudes waiting to take your turn on the... Uh... On, you know, on the webcam or whatever. Like, that's that's just going to feel crappy. Mm. So I totally understand that. So when I came on the pit, it was like the first week that companions started showing up in the moto results, and obviously nobody had them yet in paper, but I asked you if I should make a companion deck for the stream, you know, if you guys were playing, like, hyper-competitive, or if, if there were no companions and you said... And I quote, F no, I believe. <laughs> and uh, so... Speaking for myself. <laughs> yeah. So are you on Companions now? Have you have you loosened the uh, the reins on that train? So the, the way that I have, um, I guess, laid out the format here in the Legacy Pit is I personally don't want anything to do with these Companion decks, especially like the Loris thing. Um so I have said that I'm not, I, I personally am not going to play against it and I'm not going to be using any uh, companion decks. However, some of my pit brothers wanted to start using the decks and we had some viewers who wanted to see it. So I yeah. said, well, if you guys want to, then you're fine. But if we have one guest who don't want to run it or if you're playing against me and I don't want to run it, then we won't have it. So that's essentially where we are on that. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, well, it looks like uh, we might be in a different world pretty soon. I don't know. If you guys had to make a prediction, what do you think this BNR is going to say on Monday? That Luris um, is, Oh, sorry. You go. Yeah, yeah. Go, no, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. I, I think the Luris is going to I, I haven't shut up yet. And maybe maybe the red-white one. I think um, if I was going to bet, it would be the black-white and red-white one get banned and everything else gets sort of put on a watch list. Interesting. You think it's just going to be Luris? No, I don't know what to think, man. I honestly, I don't know because Loris is, I, I think Loris gets banned either way. Like no matter what happens, Loris gets banned, right? Yeah. But like the the rule, generally speaking, is when you're when you're doling out bad news, you do it all at once. And when you're doling out good news, you do it piece by piece. So it, just in like public relation terms. So 
I would think that they were they're going to take a broad stroke so that they don't have to revisit this again in two or three weeks and then potentially again in another month, right? Where if they have to keep banning companions one after the other. But I also don't think they're going to ban all the companions. So I, I don't know what to think, man. And it kind of feels like they're screwed if they do, screwed if they don't. Yep. And Morrow getting on Twitter this week did, oh not, did not help any anything, bro. <laughs> they lack what? the resources <sighs> to test these cards. Uh, I don't know about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, what, what was that? Like, and he answered so many people. And like... Uh, there was so many there was a lot of good back and forth I didn't even see all of it because I've just been pretty busy the past few days uh, probably uncharacteristically busy for this the, the last two months but a lot of there was like Nate would send like a seven tweet reply to a question and Mara would respond to that and then get seven more tweets back and respond to that and I was like what the hell is going on in the world right now it's like a good faith effort by him but uh, it's just like so much so many of the the people's feedback was half baked you know what i mean yep so it was very uh uh not not as not as cool as you think it would be to look at i would say and kind of self-defeating because people are arguing against each other right we don't have like a unified message or anything but ultimately it's kind of like be careful what you wish for too right with Morrow or what we're all arguing about? Well, it seems like a lot of people are saying, like, please listen to the community more. But it's like, listen to who in the community? Because there's people saying all sorts of different shit, right? Oh, okay. I can I can completely understand that, where there's different voices that all want different things. Yeah. Um, but I think as a community, you like being united, all of us don't want the format to get completely turned over on its head every new set release. And I think everybody thinks maybe the power level in the cards over the last year, year and a half, needs to be toned down a bit. I don't know if there's yeah. anybody who's arguing against that. Yeah, no, for sure. I just think maybe some people are missing the forest for the trees. There are some some great takes. Some people have really nailed it, but there's also been a lot of tire spinning from what I've seen. Okay, yeah, a lot. Of, there's always a lot of tire spinning on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so you have to read the good stuff. I recommend Matt yeah. Sperling. Yeah, Matt's great. He's always great. But yeah, basically, this was a great week also to have Travis on to talk about the pit because there were the results from this week, like the the quarterly and the challenges. And dude, I looked at it and I just don't want to talk about it, man. Like (laughs) there's a band coming up. You know what I mean? We don't have to. We're about to change. Yeah, I mean, I I think we're just going to really lightly touch on this stuff because uh it's ugly like in the challenges there really wasn't anything interesting you know like there the most interesting things i saw were julian top aided with that way that weathered wayfinder deck that you were talking about couldn't win or whatever yeah and and rich rich said that he did really well with it too yeah he 5-0'd a league with it and somebody put Luris in a burn deck. Those were literally the two <laughs> takeaways that I had from from the two challenges. Other than that, it was just chalk, chalk, chalk. There was like the occasional lands or blood moon deck, but it was just like Luris Grixis Delver, Luris, you know, Bug Delver, Luris Grixis Midrange. It was just so much chalk. Not really worth talking about. 
Yeah, I think they even had trouble uh, firing the event uh, yesterday, right? Oh, really? I think so. They have had trouble since they switched to two uh, challenges. I, I know they've been having trouble on Saturdays, but that would make sense, honestly. Yeah, I mean, when every deck is Loris X, you know, um, how much of a variance is that? How, how much fun is that, you know? All right, yeah. so in some of the decks that I was planning on bringing this weekend, I will un them. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll get ready to play. I'm I'm just saying if you if you're adamantly um, set on uh, uh, playing it, go ahead. But no, I I one hundred percent am not, am not <laughs> okay with playing cards that are literally just only going to be legal for two more days. So I don't I don't yeah. need to do it. Yeah, I, I I mean I I think that's probably what the ban is going to be. I, I guess they, it's going to be next Monday or whatever they said. Um, how nuts probably, would everybody be, be if the announcement? How nuts would everybody be if the announcement comes out Monday, and they're like no changes? <laughs> <laughs> they're like we have a banned announcement to make, and everybody's ready. It's like it's like no more Luris, and then they're like no changes. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't wait to see Twitter if that happens. I don't know. Maybe the Legacy Pit makes its own format at that point. I don't know. <laughs> well, Dude. I've seen I've seen some people playing pre Innistrad Legacy, where they're like yeah. Innistrad was the was the like turning point of what yeah. legacy got stupid so let's just play pre-innistrad <laughs> legacy so wait have you seen people playing pre-innistrad legacy with the pre-innistrad ban list or what uh i don't know what the ban list is okay but uh white faces on twitter have talked about the london pre-innistrad legacy tournaments so i don't know what the ban list is like oh like physically london not like the mulligan or whatever yes fi- like in the area of london not yet not the gotcha. Yeah, man, that that does sound pretty sweet. Honestly, like you know, I'm a sucker for these fucking niche formats. I play a I play a format that only eight people in the whole world play. So Alpha so. Forty. <laughs> no motherfucker. <laughs> there's at least there's at least two hundred of us in Alpha Forty. Oh, I apologize. It's a uh, advanced interdimensional dragon singleton, but. It's basically just singleton old school with okay. card decks. Okay. So yeah, this is a this is basically the the pit episode. You know, we're we're really big fans. We're standing for the pit. I don't want to talk about the results, so we're gonna we're diving back in the pit again because. Okay. <laughs> and I'm starting to get buzzed right now, so I can't remember what I was about to say. <laughs> But you were going to tell me that you're going to uh, provide 35 paid subscriptions to the pit is what you're about to say. Oh, dude, when I watched <laughs> when I rewatched my episode, yeah. like I, I was I woke up in the morning and the first thing I thought was like, I don't get hangovers, but I do get like this sort of like Catholic guilt. Yeah. So like I woke up with one thought in my head, which was uh, message Travis. <laughs> And tell him, do not upload that to YouTube with my name on it. <laughs> because I don't want anybody, any employers to Google and find that. I'm going to have to remove a couple videos then. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit no, out the part where bad. he puts an entire bottle of Jameson in his mug. Yeah, uh, Ian, Ian nip the grape a little bit. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, so those of you who don't know, uh, the Legacy Pit, whenever we have a subscription... Um, and it's just part of our little goofiness. Um, we celebrate by taking a shot. 
Um, and we, we have people giving us subs, and we take shots and keep going. Ian, Ian nipped the grape that night. He nipped it very, very much. <laughs> well, so I actually watched the end. It was, it was embarrassing because somebody was actually gifting subscriptions, but I just didn't know what was going on anymore. So I was, I was like, I already took those shots, and you guys were like trying to tell me that there was new gifts or whatever, and I just wasn't seeing it. I wasn't having it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, saved yeah. by my own ignorance towards the end. Yeah. And since this is going to be in public, I just want to make it very clear also. Um, there was some uh, confusion about alcohol and, and streaming. So the rule is, as long as you're not self-harming or <laughs> harming yourself or anyone else, you're not breaking any kind of uh, TOS or anything. So just want to make that clear. Oh, oh looks like yeah. I'm not drinking on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you have to, bro. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching this. <laughs> I'm pumped for this week's pit schedule, man. This what is are you going to play, Tom? I want to know what he's going to play so I can sideboard my decks, right? <laughs> well, so uh, I was—I definitely wanted to play the Bant um, companion. Right? Please don't. <laughs> the Bant companion combo deck, but I won't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, right. I'm probably going to play some version of Rug Delver that um, my friend Rodney had been screwing around with. Uh, Tom sent me the Living Wish list. But that has Luris in it, so maybe um, I'll play some sort of bug mid-range-ish list. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll play Storm. I don't okay. know if that's like if that's okay like with the camaraderie <laughs> of the pit. Like, of course it Storm is. No, we love Storm. So, we'll actually, see. I actually um, own uh, Storm, so I don't know how to play it very well, of course. But uh, yeah, neither do, do I. We which love is it. Why it's going to yeah, be yeah. terrifying. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely man. send you a list, uh, all like the full deck list of everything that I'm planning on playing, so we can okay. work out like who wants to play and what we're going to do and all that. Okay, uh, I'll be boarding in all 15 pieces of sideboard eight, so I'm good to go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I know we had a couple questions from some viewers for you, Travis. Really? The wow. Okay. First and foremost is: uh, Are we going to have to edit any of this? <laughs> what did your wife say when you set up a pit in your basement? Um, she said something about life insurance policy and if I feel well in, um, uh, how, how many years are left on the policy and how much is in it. I, I, something about that. I don't remember much of the conversation, but, um, she actually, uh, is, is fine with it. Um, and that sounds like a Jerry Me question or a Pat Ukulele question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can start, uh, determining personalities through questions now. It's a gift. Um. I, um, we have, we're blessed and I have a lot of space. Um, and when we first bought our home, uh, the agreement was I can convert the basement into whatever I want. And it's a very large basement. It's like 1500 square feet just in the basement. Damn. And, um, I started getting successful with the pit. And when it first started, I forgot to mention this part earlier, when it first started, I was running it out of my office. Up uh, on the first floor of the, of the home, and we were getting cramped in there. And I had guys that were uh, claustrophobic. It, uh, people were near passing out because it was so hot in there. We had to shut the door because my kids were screaming, you know, all the time. And um, it just finally got to the point where I said, you know what? Instead of converting my basement to like a movie theater and a, a music studio like I had originally planned, I'll just convert it to like a, a Magic the Gathering play area and. Going back to how the Legacy Pit was born, um, that whole idea started coming to fruition. 
Um, if you come down here, and you, if you guys are ever in the area, I want you to come here and visit. Um, I have lights on the floor, so it looks like there's fire coming off the floor. I have tables in the background where I can actually hold 17, 18 players in a tournament here in this area. Damn. Um, yeah, so, uh, again, I'm very lucky to have what I have, and my wife has been very supportive and very understanding. So um, so that's what she said. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's uh, that's way cooler than I expected. Sweet. Yeah. No, we have yeah. a lot of good uh, local game stores. We have um, uh, MTG First, who used to hold the Quest for Power uh, events in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Some of some of those events were um, well received in the community. Um, we have uh, Tournament City Games, and uh, we have Game Hunters, and we have another game store, the Luke Doll. Um, and uh, Luke, uh, if you hear this, I'm so sorry, brother. I can't remember the uh, the name of your store because you just opened it when this whole COVID-19 thing happened. And then he had Oof. to go to lockdown. Yeah, he opened up his store and then COVID-19 happened and he had to, like, go into lockdown mode. So, um, uh, I, I, I want to get the name of that and plug it if, if you guys don't mind. But, um, so Luke, <clears throat> Luke Dahl, um, who just opened up Black Sun Games, uh, here in Frederick, Maryland. So that's another store that, um, is local. So we're very gifted, um, and, um, uh, blessed with having so many local game stores around us. So, bro, is that a Soundgarden reference? <laughs> I do have some Soundgarden playing in the pit from time to time. Is that Black Hole Sun <laughs> games? I need, I need to get like better quarantine music because I've just, I've been listening to like Alice in Chains Unplugged and Chris. Oh Cornell yes, for like yes. Uh, the listening to Nutshell opening yes. the Alice in Chains Unplugged show is like the most amazing but depressing thing at the same time. Like every every song that I've been listening to on this quarantine has been somebody that's like killed themselves or died from a heroin overdose. And Bro, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I feel you 100%. Like that, Allison Chain is my favorite band of all time, bar none. But I can't listen to them on a regular basis because it affects like when you get older, you start to realize how these things affect your mood. Like when you're a kid, you're just like. <laughs> yep. Nothing. Nothing matters. Nothing's related to anything else. Like life just sort of happens, but it's it is depressing, bro. Like listen to Sludge Factory. Like, oh, it's man. one of the greatest songs of all time, but it's also just like such a mind fuck. Yeah, I had I had like a I had a YouTube playlist that I made with um with a few Mad Season live songs, and oh, seeing yeah. Lane like sort of toward the end was just so friggin' brutal. Ugh. Anyway. It's terrible. Bro, he was in his apartment for two weeks before anybody found him. <sighs> so sad. All right. All right. Back to less depressing things. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought that up, but that's, that's been I thought my, you were, my what, What's that dude that you always listen to? Is his name Watsky? Okay. Well, I haven't listened to Watsky in a while. Watsky doesn't really compare to Alice in Chains or Chris No, I know, Brown. but when I, when I think of you listening to music, that's what I always think of because that's what you listen to in the car on the way to Montreal. Yes, we listened to a few Watsky songs on the way, yes. <laughs> and you named your Warcraft character after him. No, I did not. He's named after Alan Watts. If nobody knows who Alan Watts is, it's fine. You can you can Google him. I bet Travis does. Uh, that is a name I don't know of. Oh, kind of man. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's unusual for me because many, many, many years ago, I used to be a DJ in a nightclub. So. Oh, n- not music. Yeah, not musician. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Yep. Okay. Oh, oh, I thought he was uh, the father of the guy who made that that uh, 
other song. Fuck. What are we talking about? <laughs> Off the rails. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really bad. I thought he was Robin Thicke's dad. Rob Alan Thicke from yeah. the 80s show? Yeah. Oh. That's no. not him, though. No, it's not. No, it's not him. Oh. All right. Who, so who is Alan Watts? Uh, like a sort of 60s San Francisco philosopher, uh, um, East-West religion type person. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Nice. Anyway. Was he involved in the uh, MK Ultra experiments or something? I, is he like in that crowd, like the LSD guys? No, no, probably could have been, but not not in the sort of Tim Leary tune in, turn on, drop out. Not not with those guys. Not in the Manson house or anything. No, nope, not I don't believe in the Manson house. You don't believe in it? No, I'm no, no. I said I don't believe that he was in it. Obviously, oh, I, I believe that say, that's was. a conspiracy I'll that, dive into. Oh no, 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 no. The Manson no, no. house never happened. <laughs> No, dude, that's uh, that's awesome. I'll, I'll definitely check out that his work because I just thought he was some country singer or something. No, uh, but bunch of books, they're really Sweet. good, really good. Awesome, man. All right, Travis, you have anything else you want to throw in about the pit? Um, I just want to say how much I appreciate um the viewers who come and uh, give me shit and um, give me a couple hours of their day. Um, and it's good to hang out with people and and develop like this little community. So, um. Another reason that I started the pick was I, I just wanted to do my part to keep Legacy alive, and I kind of kicked that into high gear after Star City Games dropped uh, support for Legacy. So, um, I I really enjoy it, and um, I'm glad to have had the opportunity to create something. So, one of the things I, I feel our purpose in our purposes in life is to create, and it doesn't matter what you create as long as you're creating something. So, this is one of my little creations, and I, I feel like this is. Um, this is very good for me uh, to grow as a, a person. So um, you can yeah, follow man. the Legacy Pit on Twitter, um, and you can see us on Twitch live. And we later post the best videos on YouTube, so you can watch on your schedule. And even when you're not live, you're always uh, you're always hosting some e-girl, right? Um, there or is that are... just just the times I've happened to go on? It's like three times, maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe you um you, you have it strategically aligned your uh, viewing uh, habits with uh, certain uh, uh, channels that may could be on my channel or not. <laughs> but you I do a lot of hosting, right? I, I think there is a lineup. Yeah, I, I okay. try to um, bring attention to other streamers. Um, Sweet. So yeah, I try That's... to do as many raids as I can and. Whenever we get raids, I appreciate those as well. So that was cool, man. When I was there, like being a part of that, like getting raided by I think Dude just raided us, right? That guy is awesome. He is always raiding us. Um, and some got, other people, yeah. It was it was yeah, pretty sweet. I, like I feel that so aspect. bad. I, I feel so bad when he does it because he always stops his stream before we do. So and because we tend to go later, I never have the opportunity to raid him back. Uh. So <laughs> yeah, so it's like ah, uh, but. Um, Hopefully, uh, he'll stream longer than us one day, and I'll, I'll rate him. Nice. Yeah, yeah, man, it's just really cool, that aspect of, you know, feeding people and everybody, you know, everybody gets to eat and all that. Like, I, I got to experience that being part of the pit, and I thought that that was a real white pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, a, com- a community, and we all need to stick together, you know, so. Yeah, for sure, bro. So, yeah, what, uh, 
You, you said your Twitter handle is the Legacy Pit. I think that's what it is. I think it's just the Legacy Pit. Um, and for Twitch, it's just going to be twitch.tv forward slash the Legacy Pit, etc. Uh, same thing for YouTube. You go to youtube.com forward slash the Legacy Pit. It comes up. Facebook group. Facebook group. We have a Discord also. Um, and a lot of people don't realize we have a Discord. And it's probably my fault. Yeah, I, I didn't promote it as much as I should have. And I, I dropped the ball on that. So um, those of you who are listening and if, if you are interested, uh, we do have a uh, Legacy Pet Discord. Um, so feel free to join that. And we even have an Instagram. So <laughs> I've tried to uh, have a, a decent social media presence out there. So I don't even have an Instagram. I'm like, all right, this is where I'm drawing the line yes. for my old ass. <laughs> uh, my wife has an Instagram. She's like, did you see the cute picture I posted on Instagram? No, I don't nope. have an Instagram. Nope. How would I know? I don't even know what Instagram is. I'm so proud of that. I'm on TikTok now, though. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh. Are you have you uh, have you sung any songs yet, Ian? No, not well. Have I? Are there currently any videos now? <laughs> Every video I posted, I've deleted shortly thereafter. <laughs> Please send me one. This is that, ca- that Catholic guilt. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and delete my videos. <laughs> so yeah, nobody will find me there because I'm completely socked out. But you can find me on Twitter at Ian18125, and you can find the cast at Dead Format Cast. Tom, people want to find you. T Smiley MTG. You can find me on the on the the Legacy Pit this weekend, and you can find me on TikTok um, <laughs> doing dances with the lights out. Yes. Uh, with with glow in the dark arms and legs. Um, <laughs> yep. Sounds like something out of Alan Watts' book, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, so uh, deadformatcast at gmail.com if you want to reach us. And is that a wrap, bro? Is this a, the shortest episode of all time? It could be. Did we cover the whole cast notes? I think so, because we really didn't want to talk about the deck lists. Travis, we didn't shortchange anything, did we? No, brother, you're good. I can't wait for this on Saturday. I'm going to have to redo some of my decks Maybe make the living wish thing Lurisless, or make one with Luris and one without, <laughs> so we can play it against somebody else. But I'm pumped. I'm pumped. What's probably gonna happen though is like it's gonna be Friday, kind of late. I'm gonna say, you know what? I'll do it tomorrow, and I'm gonna show up with Burn and Death and Taxes. So oh, just God. be ready. Oh no. Just be ready if that happens. I can't promise. Did somebody anything. tell you that I play Pox? Is that why you're gonna play Burn? No. No, I'm only playing Burn because I'm lazy and it's in a box. <laughs> Yo, Travis, my first Grand Prix ever, I yeah. beat I beat Burn with Pox. I've done it once. And yeah. that, that actually that I, I did so well that day that happened to be one of my only two uh, published uh, lists with Pox that I was able to get. And awesome. You can imagine, it's very, very, very hard to win with Pox. Bro, we got, we got a deck check, too, and I remember sitting there like, I can't believe this is happening, I can't believe I have to play against Burn, like... Yeah. And I was like 4-0 or something, <laughs> and I was like, this sucks, and I just sat there for 10 minutes while they're deck checking us, and the deck checks came back fine, whatever, and uh, I, I, just, I just still can't believe... I think about that match a lot, man. It's one of the top 10 matches I go back to sometimes. Did you just hey, run the back cards in your soul. Yeah, it was uh, 
it was the rack is 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 what got me over the edge. I was playing uh, not the rack, but Shrieking Affliction. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, somehow I raced them, and I, I still don't believe it really happened because it's it seemed so incredibly unlikely to me. Like I was trying to work out permutations of what what seven they could keep that I would still win the game, and I couldn't even come up with sevens. So did they just not realize they could hold all of their burn spells for the last turn and take less damage? I don't know, bro. I, I honestly, I at the time I thought the person played the match re- at a reasonable level, but if I could see their hand, maybe I would think differently. I don't know. Okay. They definitely boarded wrong. Because they boarded in a lot of like vortex sort of stuff, mm. but that was the only thing that I didn't like about uh, their game. Okay, well, congratulations. So yeah, that's uh, wait, who is the pox, the Japanese pox expert you had on recently? Uh, Adachi Ryosuke. Yeah, um, he's known as Mister Black in uh, Japan, and as you can imagine, he walks around town. Uh, with a black trench coat and he carries his cards in a black suitcase also and he's got all the old legend uh black cards like i do like the nether void the chains the uh, the abyss etc the tabernacle Sweet. yeah yeah um so he's got a little bit of a like a cult following around him and uh he definitely does have uh the most finishes published list wise uh, with pox um usually uh with the uh no magicians clan uh the kmc uh, tournament series in japan and um, he's got quite the following here amongst the uh, Pox players here in America. So I, I get my inspiration sometimes for the list that I run. Um, so, yep. That's such a cool fucking nickname. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. All right, bros. Well, I guess that's a wrap then. Uh, check out the pit this week, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. There you go. Perfect. I'll see you on Saturday. I can't wait. That's right. And watch your decorum when you're in the Legacy Pit. <laughs> no politics in the bit. Oh, I, I don't. I'm not going to bring politics. I'm going to bring less booze. No, no, no. I, I need you to curse because I have this decorum button that I hit where it's the uh, explicit language, the censorship beep sound. Oh. And the joke is, it doesn't really work because you can still hear us cursing, but we we like to push it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will definitely do that. Yes. Yes. <laughs>